that now covers local football in this great town of ours as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On this week's show we've got week 14 of the Hastings Report with my co-host and ESFL Team of the Week member, Leon Pettit. We've got another episode of Tim's Takes with exclusive post-match from Captain Claire Johnson and Billy Wood after the ladies' 5-0 win at Brax Hill. And then finally, we've got the SBTS Fan Roundtable. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now to the birthday shout-outs. Big belated birthday greetings to Maria, who happens to be Gina's mum. It was her birthday on Monday. It was Gina's birthday this Thursday. And we've also shout-out for Lucy Hudson, whose birthday is today. And if it wasn't enough, the big man himself, Grant Histed's birthday, is on this Sunday. And all those birthday greetings are coming from Gina, Gary, Shannon and family. I hope you've all had a cracking week. And now to week 14 of the Hastings Report. Right there, it gives me great pleasure to introduce week 14 of the Hastings Report with my co-host and ESFL Team of the Week, man of the hour, uh, Leon Pettit. How's your week been, Leon? Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah. Made even better by the news that I've somehow made team in a week, but we'll get onto that. Yeah, we'll get onto that. I'm, I'm probably I'm I'm, I'm as um, amused as probably some other people out there, but no. <laughs> uh, you've done it. You've done a got a podcast in the bag, uh, Hastings History one, which is going to be coming out in the next month or so. I think you were saying uh, about um, end of December, start of January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about uh, Hastings football history. Can you give us a little sneak peek about it? Um, that's exactly what it says on the tin, mate. <laughs> History of a man, a few words, a man, a wait, few words as ever. Wait, wait for him to. Um, obviously, it's you know, it's not, it's not down to me when it gets released. So I have to yeah. wait for when when James Ellis obviously gets the time to to edit yeah. it and put it out of there. So keep your eyes peeled. Come on, I mean, not even a little sneak little peek of anything. Know, you've got to listen to it, you know. I mean, I've already got a, a website that you can go to if you want to get a, At- you know, a sneak peek of anything like that. So yeah. What's the website again, Leon? Uh, HastingsFootballHistory.co.uk. Very good, yeah. yeah. So I was hoping that it could be something like a, a kind of Christian Ronaldo, uh, Piers Morgan thing, where you get a little 30-second uh, well, clip start, here or there. No. Start slagging people off. <laughs> uh, that, that, that'll get edited out, that. <laughs> right then, so let's crack straight into the SCFL. So obviously it was FA Vars time. Uh, uh, Bexhill, first of all, Bexhill on uh, Saturday had uh, Eastbourne Town coming to the pole grove. Unfortunately, um, I mean, by all accounts, um, Eastbourne, or Eastbourne were the better side. I've seen the goal. It's from a free kick, little flick on, and quite a brave little um, touch from Ollie Davies. Got the goal for Eastbourne Town. 347 people were there. Real shame. Uh, 
that Bexhill couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't quite do it. Leon, your thoughts on that game? Yeah, no, I think Bexhill would have seen that as a game they could they could have won, getting to the next round. Yeah, obviously went to be. Um, don't know if they had a few sort of still coming back from injury. I think there's one or two names on the bench that normally would have been probably one of the first names on the in the starting eleven. So, but by being bold accounts, you know they still still played well and feel that they should have got more out of the game. But focus, time to focus on the league, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, also, little common were in uh, Vars in the Vars Trophy, and uh, they were playing Wallingford and Crowmarsh, and well, uh, they travelled to Wallingford and Crowmarsh and stuffed them four-one. Um, a game that was over at half-time with uh, the well, the perfect start from Sam Crutwell scored in the twenty-sixth second of the game, which is always handy. Uh, got bagged two goals, uh, Jamie Bunn and Lewis Hull getting the others for the common. Great, great win for Little Common there. Yeah, off to, off to a flying start. And that's the ideal start to go, you know, away from home, two up within 10 minutes. So it makes it for a more, you'd imagine a more comfortable afternoon. I mean, anyone who's there might have said otherwise, but I mean, the scoreline suggests it was a very good afternoon for Common. And on to the next round's a bit more, a little bit, more, it's obviously not a quite FA Cup money, but it's still at this level and every little helps. Yeah. And they're away to Ascot. Uh, it's Ascot United, I think the team is. Look, don't know too much about them at the minute. Obviously, I haven't done my research yet, but Checking. another another day out for him. Yeah, well, hopefully another happy travelling. Right, so we're going to look at the fixtures. So uh, on the 15th, so that's Tuesday, we're recording on the 14th. So we've got Upfield Town versus Bexhill. Um, that's uh, Sussex Senior Cup. Um, you think Bexhill could get a, should get a result there? Yeah, I mean, I mean not long played. Played upfield. Um, seems like they're always playing them, but no, they've beat them, beat them twice already this season. So just based on that, you go with Bexhill. But you know, we've said before, cup games form does go out the window sometimes, somewhat. So, but yeah, no, I'd still still fancy Bexhill to to win it. And are they are they away? But um, yeah, still think Bexhill. Yeah. So then on the uh, Saturday, uh, Bexhill travel to Horsham. Now Horsham. Um, don't have a great home record at all, mid-table club. So I, I can I I'm going with Bexhill on this one. I think they can uh, they can get a result. What do you think, Leon? Yeah, no, same. Obviously, Horsham's form is a bit hit and miss. It's not all that great, and sort of you know Bexhill's results might not have gone their way, but it sounds like they're still playing very, you know playing well. So just keep up the keep up those type of, those performances, and you know I'm sure the results will. We'll soon turn around for him again, starting this Saturday, hopefully. Well, yeah, and then then this uh, this Saturday coming, uh, Little Common are facing uh, Roffy. I mean, they're, they're winless, Roffy. Uh, rock bottom of the league. You'd ex- you'd expect a comfortable uh, afternoon there for Little Common, wouldn't you, Leon? Yeah, yeah. You know, you've pretty much covered everything there. Roffy having a having a torrid time this season. You know, got a feel for him a little bit, but no, you'd, yeah, comfortable common win, I think. Yeah. All right, and so and moving on from that, we go to the MSFL uh, for results uh, <laughs> again. Uh, Battle Town. Um, let's go straight to Battle Town. Battle Town, absolute stonking eight-one win against Willingdon Athletic. Uh, Glenn Carrick first half hat trick. Uh, Paul Weatherby second half hat trick, and uh, Matthew Hardin and Callum Thompson getting the goals for Battle Town. Um, yeah, it actually, I'm just saying it takes Battle Town to actually five points to fifth, sorry, and they're only four points off second place. Now, who would have thought that earlier in the season? 
this was the, when there were only league side. This was only league side in action in the MSFL because the others were playing cup games. Um, well, Leon, Battle Town. What's to say? Yeah, no, they're on an absolute storming run, aren't they? Mm. And um, I like how um, going by the stats here on the on the website, they might not be entirely correct, but it looks like Glenn Carrot scored a hat trick and gets taken off after half hour. He's had his contribution. <laughs> Thank you very much. And his replacement gets the second half. Second oh, half hat trick. Oh, wow. so, yeah, oh, it's been, yeah. It's been that. Well, I mentioned the first and second half hatcher. I didn't know that he'd got. I mean, well, that's it. That you've done your yeah, stuff. Yeah, just based on the, it's not always entirely correct, but it says Glenn Carrick subbed off thirty-five minutes. Paul Weatherby on oh. thirty-five minutes. So unless the midfield service on this day was on the plate for for him in that position. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> good day, good day all round. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Well done, Battle. I mean, come on. Well done. I mean, it's incredible stuff. So. The, the other MSFL sides were playing in Sussex Intermediate Challenge Cup action. So we go straight to uh, a game we expected to be tough for Henfield. And it was uh, Henfield nil, Hollington 14. Uh, Hollington uh, didn't show any mercy. Uh, five from Dan Tewksbury, uh, two from Charlie Cornford, uh, a hat-trick from Danny Ellis, two from Paul Rogers, a goal for Zach McHenry. And Dan Rogers, I mean, Hollington are just a steamroller, aren't they, this season? Uh, I heard it was a really close game, mate. Well, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, Henfield did say that. Twitter said it could have gone either way. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it must have been... um, The wind must have helped Hollington. Yeah, we sort of expected Hollington to get off to a fly and probably fly through the rounds of this cup. So, yeah, a lot else more to add, really. Yeah. But just, just as I say, you did mention Henfield's Twitter... Uh, yeah, obviously they put that out as a joke, uh, but also they got a few beers in for the Hollington boys as well, which, uh, yeah, you know, after being tonked 14 0, that's pretty, <laughs> pretty good of them, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we're moving on from that, uh, in obviously still in the Challenge Cup action. Uh, Sutherland Rangers won, St. Francis Rangers won, and Sutherland won it on penalties. Um, I mean, well, I mean, they struggled to get past them, but. A win's a win for Sutherland. Yeah, no, it's a good, good result. And I'm sure I've said before, I'm I'm going to start predicting their results just by rolling the dice, I think, because they're so hard to mm. to predict how they're going to do. But yeah, to get a result against St. Francis, who are in the uh, is it summer combination, Div 2, could be a little bit of a stronger league. But um, yeah, so beat, go, uh, go and beat them. Yeah, well done, Sutherland. Yeah, and then uh, the, yeah, the final... The final cup game, it was Westfield against Southwater. Uh, comfortable um, win for Westfield. Uh, two second half goals, George Landace and Josh Pickering. Um, comfortable afternoon for, for Westfield by the looks of things. And uh, obviously they're through to the next round. Um, any thoughts on that, Leon? No, really got nothing more to add really. No, good good win for, for Westfield. So bring on the next round for, for, the, for the boys who maybe made it through. So then we're looking at the MSFL fixtures. So uh, Cookfield have got Cookfield are entertaining Hollington. I mean, third place Cookfield. I mean, I mean, Hollington are the champions elect now. It, well, I'll say it. They're the champions elect. I mean, could this possibly be a banana skin for Hollington? Or do you think Hollington are winning again? I really can't see Hollington slipping up here. Um, just going through Cookfield's results here. There's nothing in particular stands and out that I couldn't, you know, maybe pick up their defensive record or scoring records, but no, I just... So maybe get some voodoo, yeah. some white yeah, white exactly. or black magic or something. Yeah. yeah. 
But no, I think I think we're all expecting a Hollington. Yeah, Hollington win there. Yeah. So uh, up next game is uh, Battletown travel to Holland Sports. Uh, can Holland Sports make it three wins on the bounce, um, or is Battletown going to carry on this ridiculously good run? What do you think, Leon? I mean, yes, yeah, I think you'd say battle, battle win. Like they you know, their forms. It's like win, 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 win at the minute. But obviously, Holland have sort of picked up their form slightly, so it might make for an interesting, interesting game. Yeah. Obviously, battle got to travel up there. It's a bit of a bit of a trek into into Surrey for them. But no, nah, just the way battle have looked lately, you'd expect them to come away winners there. Mm. And then we've got Sutherland Rangers versus Linfield. Uh, Linfield come to Oakland's. Uh, they're in second place, full of goals. Uh, could Sutherland create an ups an upset at all? Do you think, or is uh, this Linfield's game? Sutherland could cause an upset the way their results results are going. But um, just based on you know the table, the stats here, you'd you'd have to say Linfield really. Mm. Okay, and uh, just the yeah the last last game in the MSFL uh, for this Saturday. Uh, Westfield versus Balcom. I mean, um, this is a big game for Westfield against fourth place Balcom. I mean, Westfield, do you think they've still got promotion aspirations? I mean, they really kind of need to win this one, don't they? Yeah, no, if they want to, like you say, if they want to finish in the in the promotion place, then this is sort of game they've got to be getting a result from. It's quite, it's looking quite tight there, really. Sort of, you know, second mm. down to down to sixth, seventh, even really, those teams all look quite close. Like their um, their playing records and that, but yeah, nice no, big game for Westfield. So if I want to push on, this is a must win game for him. Yeah, true. Right then, so let's move on to the ESFL Prem. Uh, we have got uh, Hawkehurst, Neil Bexhill Town Free, Jay Edwards, Alefu Peterson, and Tommy Whelan with the goals for Bexhill Town. Bexhill Town are now six points clear at the top. Another side running away with it. Um, then we move on to uh, Rockenor two, Westfield Reserves one. Uh, unfortunately, Rockenau ain't got their goals up. I've checked everywhere, so apologies. This is that time of recording. Uh, but Westfield's goal was from Kieran Martin. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a surprising result, though. Really, I mean, um, a much-needed win for Rockenau. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say Bexhill have run away with it yet. They've got um, Rye have got two games in hand over him, so it might be between Bexhill and Rye for that top spot. Um, Punnett's Town are looking looking stronger and stronger every week. So yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll put a bit of money on it. Leon, we'll, we'll yeah. talk some money off camera. St. Leonard Social, uh, one. Roberts Bridge United, two. Guy uh, Ballard got two for Roberts Bridge and Anthony Atkins got one for St. Leonard Social. I mean, uh, it was a massive game at the wrong end of the table and bottom club Roberts Bridge get those three precious points. I mean, it's um, it's a big win for Roberts Bridge, that was. So Sussex Intermediate Challenge Cup, we've got Rytown four, Town five. Uh, I mean, that's two defeats in a row for Rytown, which was unheard of earlier in the season. Town scorers, Casey Ham with a hat-trick, Craig Norman, Alexander Burton uh, for Rytown, Sam Hesmer with two and Jordan Osborne with two. Looked like a very entertaining game, that one. Um, any comments? Just move um, on. It, well, initial initial thought was it's, it's a surprising result, but... Um... Punnett's down have picked up some very good results as of late and it sounds like one hell of a game to have been a spectator at, but I would I would have thought Rye would have wanted to have may possibly make a bit of a get a bit of a run in this competition, but mm. obviously went to be. And yeah, good luck to Punnett's in the next round. Mm. Uh Crowhurst uh, against Waterfield was a home win. Um I don't think uh 
Waterfield could put a side together. So um, that game was given to Crowhurst. Midhurst and Eastbourne Reserves, one. Bexhill, AAC, two. Ben Barton and Ash Elphick. And maybe a relation to Gary, who knows, with the goals there for Bexhill. And uh, Sidley United went through uh, home win Petworth because, uh, again, I think they uh, Petworth can field a side. So that is the Challenge Cup result. So that's ESFL Prem. Right, so ESFL Div 1. Uh, Little Common Reserves 1. Tackleway 2. Uh, Toby Shaw and Steve Benton for Tackleway. Uh, the goal for Little Common from Rice Jones. Uh, Tackleway's strong start to the season continues against struggling Common Reserves. Uh, yeah, doing 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 very well, Tackleway. Uh, Wadhurst United 2. Sandhurst 4. John Billsby, Thomas McClintock. And that man who finds the net, James Found 2. So... So ESFL Div 2, we got um, Bexhill Rovers 3, Who 2, uh, Ian Stewart Pownall <clears> with two goals for Bexhill and Kurt Excel. Uh, Who's goals from Connor Loke and Thomas Warren. In this game, uh, Who had a penalty saved as well. It was a tight game and Who took the lead from the spot as well. So uh, well done, Bexhill Rovers goalie. Hollington United reserves 2. Parson move seconds three. Alex Cunningham, Fraser Descali, and John Jert Wright for Parson move. Uh, Brad Mepham for Hollington United reserves with two. Um, yeah, promotion rivals. One of them knocked, knocked the other one off. So uh, now we move on to Icklesham Casuals two, Northium 75 two. Uh, two goals from Dean Hilton Hughes for Northium. Uh, Phil uh, Badrock and David. Dooley for Icklesham. Uh, a good result there for Icklesham. Very good result against a mid-table Northium. Uh, but I know uh, a certain Mr Pettit was playing in this match. Please fill us in. Uh, yeah, another game. 90 minutes I lasted unscathed this time. So, yeah, waking up the minutes back from my injury. Uh, it's, yeah, it was, it was really good. Good game to be a part of. Sort of looking back, I think a draw was probably a fair result, even though I was sort of after the game pretty pissed off that that we didn't get the three points really because Northian went down to um they had two simbins around half time, sort of oh. five minutes either side, and I sort of peed off that we never really killed the game. During that time, I think Northian just seemed to um just seemed to capitulate really. Just got on the rest back and just wouldn't shut up basically. <laughs> and obviously I had two men off the um off the fields. But then second half they made a few couple of changes and yeah, they probably had the um the upper hand of the second half. They hit the Crossbar, our keeper made a few good saves, but in the first half, well, I think throughout the game, like their keeper pulled off some blinding saves as, as well. So it was maybe, you know, two keepers could make an argument for being men of the match. Going by their um, Norvians report, they were quite, um, they felt like it was two points dropped. So it's, yeah, I think based on that, you know, I was miffed there, a bit miffed. Draw, fair result. Draw, fair result. So, well, you know, obviously, the, the, and this performance has uh, been noticed because you've been. Uh, Brought into the team of the week, uh, Leon. You know, first full 90 minutes back and you're in the team of the week. I mean, what have you got to say about that, Leon? Well, I don't know what the what, what fucking game they were watching. I definitely weren't <laughs> playing certain in midfield. <laughs> no, I heard you were at that floating position. You were a floater. Uh, you no, know, I'm, I'm move from right, right back, right back to... Yeah, you're disciplined. No, okay. I'm, I'm one of the older heads. I'm too old to be playing where I want. But, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Well, well done anyway. 
next game, we've got Ninfield 2, Victoria Baptist 0. And I'm going to say it again. We've got uh, Gary Bryant and a certain Chris Agata on the score sheet. This boy, uh, he'll be the league's leading scorer, he will, won't he? That's uh, two points clear now uh, for uh, Ninfield. And they've played two two games less than uh, their second place. So, uh, doing all right, aren't they? Yeah, I think those res- the results this weekend, we've said before, I think anyone can... Get get a result against anyone in this division. Even you know, even we're currently second bottom, but we've you know we've drawn we've drawn against Ninfield who are top. You know, Norvim are a decent side. They mm. they spanked us first game of the season. Maybe they thought they might have you know might have picked up another three three points over the weekend. Hence why they might have been a bit frustrated first half. But um, surprised at the Hollington result. I thought that's a sort of sort of fixture where passing move might have got might get bullied out of it because they're a very young squad and going to Hollington. You know. They like to kick a few, few people. They know all the <laughs> tricks of the trade, but no, it's a good, good result for a passing move. The team who I said Icklesham have, have thumped twice already this season, but yet they're well, they second, I think. So yeah, it's yeah, it's just shaping up to be a really interesting mm, yeah division this season. Mm. Yeah, so Alp over to Division Three, uh, Hurstman Zoo four, Sovereign Saints reserves one, uh, Hammett, Tosca, Curtis Eyes, Jake Brown, and Charlie Shearing for. Hurstman Zoo, Wayne Green scoring for Sovereign Saints. Top of the table, Hurstman Zoo, they're, uh, well, obviously it was a comfortable win. They're now seven points clear. I know they've got, a f- there's a couple of teams that maybe have a few games in hand, but it's always handy to have the points in the bag. Um, Mountfield United won, Orrington four. Orrington won this in the second half. It was 1-1 at half time. Scott Brunton, Ewan Homewood and Tristan Hintz, two for Orrington. So a strong second half display there. And that's Division 3, because we've got uh, the FA Lower Divisions Cup that kicks over now. Uh, so we, we've got Battletown 1, Bexhill, AAC Reserves 5, uh, Leo Oliver with 4, Dominic Sinden finishing it off for Bexhill, um, Aston Sweetman got the goal for Battletown, uh, Burwash versus Ticehurst was postponed, uh, new date hasn't been sorted yet. Um, We've got Catsfield 6, Robertsbridge Reserves 1, and Robertsbridge had a man sent off as well. Catsfield haven't put up their goals yet at time of recording, but well done, Catsfield. Um, Sutherscombe Rangers 1, Crowhurst Reserves 6, uh, James McGrath with a hat-trick, Anton Neal with 2, Ben Thorpe finishing off for Crowhurst, uh, Ben Sevage for Sutherscombe Rangers got their goal. Still in the FA Lower Divisions Cup, uh, Westfield Thirds 2, Hastings Comets 3, Kurt Foster and Luke Darville with two for Hasting Comet. Uh, Westfield Thirds goals were from Sean Wright and Matt Connan. Attackaway reserves three, Hawkehurst United reserves three, and then it went to penalties and Hawkehurst won. Uh, the goals during normal time, Alfie Field with two, Finn Mutter with one, that was Hawkehurst goals, Jamie Pelling, Nicky Croft and <clears throat> Danny Croft for Tackleway. So move on from that. So ESFL Division 4, Hastings Athletic, Neil, Westfield Forbes 3, Kevin Alman, Jack Hobden and Hayden Sands with the goals for Westfield. And that is your roundup of all the games. We'll move over to the ESFL Team of the Week and we'll talk more about Leon being in it in a second. Okay, so ESFL Team of the Week for the 12th. Uh, Joe Rogers in goal from Ninfield, a back four of Aaron Lillycrop of Bexhill Rovers, Michael Stone from Robertsbridge United, another Ninfield player, Jack White, centre-half, and the right-back is Harry Jeffers 
from pass and move. Uh, a, a midfield of James McGrath of Crowhurst, Leon Pettit of Iglesham, Toby Shaw of uh, Tackleway and Hayden Sands on the right-hand side there from Westfield. The forwards, Luke Darville of the Hastings Comets and Ian Stewart-Pownall of Bexhill Rovers. Ah, some top players in there, Leon, particularly in that midfield area. Yeah, no, there was, yeah, because <laughs> I was playing right back at the weekend. So. <laughs> Unless Harry yeah. Jeffries looks a lot like me, poor sod, but I've been identity crisis. No, I'm. I'm think I'm getting ripped apart in the um, Ickleshire WhatsApp group. I hate to. I hate to think what they're saying about me in, in the Norvium WhatsApp group as well. Uh, it's all a bit of banter, isn't it? All right, and well, look, uh, that was the week that was, Leon. See you next week. I'll see you next week, mate. Come da ven in cave di I love you Papa l'americano
to Tim's Takes. Hastings United ladies team were back in action in league action on Sunday afternoon when we had a local derby with Bexhill United. The game was played at the Bexhill College all-weather pitch. Um, Hastings United won 5-0. Bexhill competed very well. Um, Their goalkeeper had a great game, making lots of good saves, and their two centre-halves played very impressively. Hastings were 1-0 up at half-time. We scored just before the interval, so it was a close um, first half. Bexhill made it difficult for us on a cramped pitch. Um, They didn't offer too much up front and hardly anything in the second half where nearly all the play was with Hastings and we added four uh, four more goals to make it a 5-0 win. Sean Heather got a deflected goal, Charlotte Gurr got two, Brooke Nicholson-Rogan got one and Beth Creese headed in a goal from a fine cross from Charlotte Gurr. We used all our subs um, in the game. Holly Carter came on, Brooke Nicholson-Rogan was a sub, Nia Statton and Tommy Mason. We had a young goalkeeper playing, 16-year-old um, Asha Moody making her debut. Lucy Apps not being available. And Bexhill made it so awkward for us, we had to change our shape. Because I think when we started off, we, we were playing just Lauren Sharp, Rosie Mugridge and Vix Phillips in a sort of back three, but we moved Jess Bellahue, Bellahue back into a back four. And yeah, they, they worked really hard, Bexhill, to stop it being a heavy defeat. The result means that we're still level on points with Ashford, the only two teams in the league with a 100% record. Um, we're about nine goals behind Ashford on goal difference. But if we get four points or six points off them, that's not going to come into play. So, completed a good weekend. Um, it was um, a great atmosphere at the pilot field on Saturday um, when we played Harangay Borough, who Harangay Borough, who brought down a very vocal bunch of supporters, so it made it for an entertaining afternoon. Really enjoyed Joe Gabodi. Every time he's on the ball, he looks trouble for the um, opposition side. Um, I think he's going to be quite a talent as a just as a 17-year-old. So, completed a good weekend for Hastings United with two wins. Thanks. 5-0 win in the end, Claire. Bexhill made it very tough for us today, I thought. How did you see the game? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think with um, the first half only being 1-0 up, um, I think we weren't expecting the pressure that they brought to us today. Um, all of their players got right in up behind us all, um, making it very hard for us to turn, and we always like to be playing in behind they made that very difficult for us today so we had to change our game plan a little bit um, but second half we managed to adapt change a little bit of our tactics um, and obviously got another four goals made a big difference we had a debut player today oh, yeah. with our goalkeeper yeah. is that was it young asher is it asher? yeah asher. yeah, yeah. She, she must have she didn't have anything to do in the second half because as you say bexhill already packed their defense but nice to see her get through the game with a clean sheet yeah, agreed massively. Um, the first half, she had a few saves to make, which was brilliant. Um, decision making, sometimes whether to be coming off of her line, she made really good decisions. And she's a very young player, so 
excellent fur tablet experience and um, great potential for her to keep developing with us. Claire, in a couple of interviews I've done, I've always asked the girls how they started playing. Uh, where did you start, first of all? Um, I started for my local um, team called Whitford Town um, back when I was about nine years old um, and then managed to kind of get into the county sides and managed to make my way through a few of the um, kind of centre of excellences. I went to West Ham, Charlton, um, Colchester Academy. So yeah, and, and then from there, kind of moved a bit southways and went to Brighton and now I'm here. Good to see you here. Hey, uh, hey Sims, three points today. Um, our rivals are going to be Ashford, aren't they? Yeah, you know, do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you know anything about their side this season? Have they added to it or I not? I mean, they were very strong last season. Um, obviously, they disrupted our flow of winning the league. Yeah. Um, and they've definitely made a few sign-ins, um, which seems to have added to their, their score sheet a few weeks. So it's just going to provide us with some new challenges to overcome, but I'm absolutely 100% certain that we can still face them and, uh, and make those positive outcomes. Get six points off them, would yeah, you think? Definitely. Claire, thanks a lot for your time there. All, all the best today. Thank no, you. Thank you. 5-0 win today, Billy. Yep. How did you see the match in the end? Um, obviously, I saw the last 35 minutes or so standing out of the, out of the ground. I, I still feel it was a very harsh sending off. For me, but it's what it is. I think as, as a team, the girls dealt with the chaos, which is the most important thing. They um, first 15, 20 minutes. I don't think we were at our best, but I think we we picked it up. And uh, it's only ever going to be one winner today, and, and and we dealt with them accordingly. And 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 today we get three points. We move on to next week. Yeah, I was quite impressed with the way Bexhill defended. The, uh, yeah. Uh, but um, it was good to see our, our goalkeeper making her debut, yeah, Asha. Yeah, Asha uh, Moody, yeah. And she had a bit to do in the first half. The second half, you know, it was all Hastings, really, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think Bexhill came with a plan to try and defend and, and not concede. Uh, and look, mm. respect to and for that for having a plan. And they came with it and they, they'd done well first half. But as soon as we kind of got that first goal, I, I never thought it was in doubt anyway. Just, um yeah. I just felt that maybe our shape wasn't right to start with. We, we we went back to something we're a bit more familiar with. Yeah, dispatched them on a very small, small pitch. It's tight, no space in behind. But yeah, got goals and yeah, we win 5 0 and we move on. Successful weekend, great win yesterday, big another win three points. Yeah, big win yeah. yesterday, five points, uh, five. three points yesterday, three points today, five goals today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not happy with. Um, Look, I'm not going to knock the referee because I don't think the referee was bad today at all. I think it was spot on, but just a little bit unsure if he needed to get his cards out today. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd agree with that, Billy. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. What? Who can move? <laughs>
SBTS Fan Roundtable and many thanks to Ian, Big Malk, Windy, Adam Smithy and George for making it happen. We'll give, give, we'll give one more minute and then we'll just crack on, yeah, lads, because I know obviously we want to go and watch that Ronaldo thing, don't we? Oh, I don't know. What's that one? Is um, that on Sky? Uh, Talk TV or something? I don't oh, know. I don't know oh, yeah. Is that on tonight, is it? Yeah, t- uh, tonight and tomorrow. I'll w- watch it. Another time, like. send it to Nick. Make sure we send links to Nick, though. Yeah, I think I'll watch it when I've watched every other television program that's ever been made beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not you're not a fan of the uh, tell all. Um, what would you call it? Uh, expose. Well, I think I'd, I'd uh, I'm not a fan of Piers Morgan, and I'm not a fan of Cristiano Ronaldo. So I think that sort of counts counts me but, out. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it should be it should be good telly. I'm not a massive fan of Piers Morgan, but. I think it's there's going to be a serious burial man you going on, and who couldn't like that? Well, that's true, yeah. Uh, yeah I'll give you that. They've taken down his um, poster or big big mural off uh, Old Trafford, the one the one above the mega store where they have some of the players. Big picture of Ronaldo's gone mm. today. How childish is that? Yeah. How childish is that? That is unbelievable. I mean, I do think Ronaldo is a diver, but then every other player is a diver. So, you know... It, yeah, there was a few last night. A, a magnificent... He was a magnificent footballer. One of the best ever, so... Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like Maradona. I, 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 I think Maradona is a fantastic player, but he's also a cheeky, cheating bastard. Yeah, so it's like, well... Like Henri, isn't it? Henri and, with France, wasn't it? The old hand That ball. was funny because it was against Ireland, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah. like... Oh, we're going to go to a World Cup. I can't even do an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's crazy. I want to hear that again. I want to hear that again. Go on. I can't sure do you... an Irish accent. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. We're going to go to a World Cup. I can't do it. I can't do an Irish accent. And they were all excited with their, you know, yeah. leprechaun hats and little bits of pots of gold. And then and then it was taken away from them. It was really funny. So, oh, so yeah. said Paddy Gasson. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, mate. Let's start then. Okay, right. Gives me great pleasure. Episode 84, 84, blimey, of the Hastings United Sussex by the Sea fan roundtable. Um, well, what a week. What a week. Uh, and I'm joined by the wonderful uh, George, Ian and Windy John. Uh, we're hopefully going to be visited by uh, Big Malcolm and uh, Johnny. Uh, he has no hair wheels. Uh, hopefully at some point soon, but um, and also Smithy, yes, he's he's going to be a latecomer. Uh, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't say I haven't heard that from Sam, but we'll just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, the well, 
it's what has been a fantastic week for Hastings United. Unfortunately, uh, I, I couldn't make the second game, but I was definitely at the first game. But before any of that, how are you all, chaps? Yeah, fine, mate. Right, Apart from that, gutted that I missed the Saturday game. <laughs> Some some people are quite pleased because when I miss games they play really well. So. <laughs> stop, I did see stop that coming mention. to games. I did. I was there last <laughs> night. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> well, before we get onto that one, first we've got to talk about Haringey. Haringey were uh, a team very much in form. Uh, you know, some of us a little bit of trepidation. They were coming along. We thought this is going to be a struggle. And well, I think we did smack their bottoms four goals to one uh, with some absolutely ridiculously good goals in there. Um, a wonderful game, a fantastic second half performance um, in a game that I thought the way it was going, we were not going to have that luck. That luck had deserted us for quite a few games. It was going to carry on, but it didn't. And we came back into the game. Who wants to uh, start on that? Ian or George? Who wants to start on that? The great 4-1 win. Sorry, Chris, I couldn't hear that over the um, Haringey fans who are really loud there during the podcast. <laughs> uh, unbelievable oh, fan. Yeah. Um, it was great to see Haringey bring a couple of thousand down to the pilot field. Um, wall of noise there. Yeah. Uh, all, all very polite, not swearing at all. It was wonderful. Really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, great great from them. And obviously it worked, didn't it? Because they, uh, they went fun. one nil up. So, well done. Mm. So, no, yeah. it was good. Really good um, second half performance. A lot has been said about us maybe going down to the Carl Warren second half and what that might do. Um and where we're in the Elphinstone Road end, well, you know, Steve Smith, it, it, we are, we do feel quite far away from the action. Um, I think the noise, it's easier to create some noise in that shed because it echoes around. But being close to the pitch in the second half, it felt like it was making a difference, to be honest. And it felt like perhaps if we were at the other end, we'd have got one. We might have just only got one goal. It felt like with us down there, once we got one, it looked like we were going to get more, didn't it? Mm, it really yeah. felt like we weren't going to just score one goal. Um, and we, we were all over him. It was just constant, wasn't it? Constant in that second half. And I think we scored all four in about 15 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, absolute onslaught, really. No, it was Very a beautiful pleased. thing. Ian? Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I thought the crowd made a big difference in the second half. And it was sort of, it was that that weird incident with the linesman and Craig Stone, uh, just as the free kick was being lined up that led to the equaliser. Mm. And it was sort of before that, you couldn't really, we were kind of knocking on the door, but you couldn't really see the door opening. And um, and it was like everybody got so irate in that, and it, it sort of changed the changed the whole mood of the game somehow. <clears throat> uh, and uh, and it kind of all seemed to stem from that, really. Um, so it's just a sort of old example of how how officials being twats can sometimes act <laughs> in your favour. Um, I, I mean, I thought uh, we we couldn't be bothered to change ends when they turned the play around in the first half. So we were actually quite near the Haringey fans in the first half. Mm. And the, and they were making a good old racket and and they had a good kind of um, punk classics of the 1970s kind of repertoire. And it was, you know, it was all qu- quite good fun, fair play to them. Um, and it did make for a good atmosphere in the ground generally, I thought. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a strange game because yeah, as, as I say, we, we kind of felt like we were just going to get edged out until it all kind of kicked off, uh, and then from there, from that point on, they, they, you know, they couldn't deal with us at all. But it was sort of like we needed something to get us going, uh, and the linesman provided it. It was their, their goal was offside as well, so he, oh, he, he did have a great afternoon. My my learned colleague Jeff is convinced that their goal was offside, and he was kind of <laughs> kind what of in line. With the, with the what linesman? happened with the linesman? I wasn't there, so what, what happened? Yeah, explain uh, well, it. Ian. 
Uh, Craig, so Craig Stone was uh, was on the side of the pitch uh, having a chat with Gary Elphick. Uh, didn't leave the pitch, but was kind of on the touchline uh, and was returning back onto the pitch or returning back into play kind of thing to join the free kick. The linesman uh, spotted him coming back uh, and waved attention to it, to the referee and everything, uh, who then insisted that he had to leave the pitch. Uh because he he'd gone off injured, yeah. So so uh, he hadn't he hadn't at any point left the pitch. This is a very long explanation of quite a tedious thing. Right. But I'll keep going. Um, he hadn't at any point <laughs> left the pitch, uh, but the linesman thought he had. So okay. uh, so at that point, it all got it all. There was and, a lot of swearing involved. And then and then we that. scored. We scored from that. And we scored. We scored. Well, yeah. So then we we kind of lined up the free kick, and it was deflected uh, sort of into a great big goal mouth scramble, which was great fun. I thought it was a very soft penalty, um, but but it was great fun. And at, yeah, at that point after that, they just they kind of lost control of the game. They had they had control of the game before that, but they didn't after that. So okay, yeah. interesting. So so the um, the Lino said that Stone was on the pitch when he shouldn't have been. Yeah, basically, that's why, yeah. And that's why we had to retake the free kick. Yeah, I mean, I think we had to take the retake the free kick because the referee was off talking to the linesman when we, when we took it. So that's fair enough because he presumably hadn't blown his whistle. I thought he um, had blown his whistle, hadn't he? I don't think he had. Oh, I don't know. Not, well, not unless, we'll have to check John talking. Wills' VAR for that. Yeah. Yeah. John <laughs> Wills' VAR and obviously Big Malk, who's just late, yeah. late coming Big Malk's. Just yeah, he can us, provide some insight. Give us I'm the... I'm going to add to that. Do you want me to add to that? Yes, please, sir. Um, yeah, they oh. threw the spray onto him um, and they also took a step on and um, sprayed him on the pitch. Um, so although he hadn't left the field of play, uh, you can't have treatment. You have to either leave the field of play or you have to stop the game for him to come on and do uh-huh. treatment. Okay. Um, Craig did neither. Um, and the linesman picked up on that. The referee blew the whistle um, to stop the game, to bring it to his attention that nothing more he needs to book Craig for either not leaving the field or re-entering the field of play without his permission. He blew the whistle to do that which Sam Hassler thought it was blowing the whistle to take oh. a free kick. <laughs> and it wasn't oh. even blowing it to say, do not take a free kick, basically. So that's... Um, Did you smack his bum when he got home? Well, how many times does that happen? You sort of go over the edge and, you know, you, you stick your leg out and say, spray that for me. And, you know, you've got an over-eager lino that's going, no, that can't take place. You're not allowed to do that anymore. You know, mm. A bit sad. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, hello, by the way. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello, How are hello, you? So, yes, no, no bad, not bad. So we we talked. We got we got that first goal. We, we're saying it's a soft pen. Was it Jack Dixon who went down? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe he milked it slightly? I mean, I felt there was there was a, a some possibility of contact. I can possibly say because he's much harder than I am. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great quotes coming out tonight. <laughs> Stick your leg out and hope someone's praise on it. <laughs> I think it was easy because the um, the referee was always going to give something like that, wasn't he? After disallowing, um, after blowing the whistle and getting confusion and actually causing the confusion itself. Um, yeah. And a great goal like that, you know, it was in the bottom corner straight from a free kick. I bet he thought, oh, I've actually got to disallow this now. And 
I, I thought the ball would actually go into the box and um, he would give a, a foul from the corner or something like that. He was always going to give it. He was going to he was going to even it up somehow. Um, he definitely did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, and he did. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so obviously up steps uh, Super Sam who'd come on the pitch uh, and puts it away with a plum, as we uh, all expect when Super Sam comes on. Made a big difference, Sammy Adams. Mm. Saturday, I thought. Mm. Huge, that yeah, changed. changed the game. Really changed yeah. the game. Him and so, him and Hull come on, I think, at the same time, didn't they? Um, yeah. And Hull, Hull offered us something different as well on the right. Mm. Yeah, Sam making those making runs, pulling players all over the place. Seems to really be really enjoying that number ten role. He's got seems to have a lot of freedom. Um, yeah, made a huge difference, and he just has so much energy. Yeah, he does. It's, it's what well, I mean. He's just like, such a calm head as well. You know, what can you say about Super Sam? He's just he's just marvelous. He is. He is. Right, and well, then we move on from Super Sam scoring a goal to Joe Gabodi getting two. And uh, blimey, I mean, one of the, he does like a bit of a worldie, doesn't he? I mean, that was a fantastic goal, wasn't it? That one he came in off the left and... Woof. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty pretty impressive. Must have been great to actually be there to see it, especially if he's beyond that goal. Well, it looked like one of their subs come over and actually celebrate, not celebrated with him, but like congratulated him afterwards. He might, yeah. he might be someone he knows... <laughs> Yeah. And it was just blind. What a what a goal! I mean, that boy likes a celebration, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was great. He, and then he go on, sorry, George. It's a ball, balls over the top, and it? So he's playing on the shoulder. Already great play to win it. He's out on the left, back to goal. And what do you do from there? He pours it there. He's got probably two, three players in between him and the goal. Back to the goal, thirty-five yards out, away from the goal. He's spun, and you can hear Sam Adams call, you know, put it down the line, down the line. So I'm glad he scored. I think Sam would have had a bit of a bit of a go if he had him. <laughs> and he's just completely ignored Sam Adams. Um as well, I'm just gonna do it on my own then. He seemed to go past everyone. And he's hit I thought live the keeper should have saved it, but he's clearly hit it so hard and it's got it to skid that perfect six yards out from the keeper. Um yeah, he's just hit the ball so hard. What a goal. Yeah. What an impact that boy has for this team. It's amazing, isn't it? Very strong, isn't he? Yeah, I mean it's the it's the strength as much as anything, I think. You know, you 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 get players at this level who could score, but they're never getting in the in that position from where he started off with his back to goal, kind of surrounded surrounded by by defenders. They just you know, no player at this level is going to get from there to scoring. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a cracking goal. I know. I mean, we all were, well. I mean, there was delirious scenes in the, <laughs> behind the goal, weren't there? It was ridiculous. Was that it was the third goal, wasn't it? Is that the third goal? That was yeah. the third goal. Yeah, the second one yeah. was his penalty. Was his penalty. So what happened with that penalty? Who got was that a foul? He got he got well pulled down. He, he anticipated some contact in the box. Yeah. It wasn't a it wasn't a very clever challenge, to be no. honest. I mean he, he, he did not, really just, need to make it. It was just after we'd scored the first penalty, wasn't it? It seemed to be yeah. a couple of minutes later and we were all over him and I think they just panicked. Mm. They yeah. really had just panicked and they didn't know how to deal with Joe. Um, players running all over the place. They got to deal with James Hall, Sammy Adams running, and they didn't know what to do. And he, yeah, it's just a silly challenge. And it's an you know, just the ref. They gave the ref a decision to make. One of those, really. Hmm. Um, I yeah. thought the first one was more of a pen actually than the second one. Um, but hey ho, hey ho. Well, what's your thoughts on it, Malk? On Joe um, Bodie? Yeah, he's a good player. He's strong, and he it was a great goal. I must admit, and um, yeah, it's just. Hope it continues, really. Mm. And and the pen? She thought it was a pen, Mal? Nah. Nah, I, I wouldn't have given it. I must admit, it was a bit soft when it, it went down, but that's what 
that's what they do nowadays. <laughs> I think I put on Facebook that John Wheels called last week, didn't he, saying that Hastings need a bit of luck. And I think just to cut a little times on Saturday, reading the, between the lines, it's that's what happened a bit. But it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that. Go on, sorry. I think I think that's right. But I also think we we were really resilient before yeah. those before those bits of luck. And you know, yeah. we were playing quite a good team who are obviously confident. They're really well organised. They know what they're doing. And actually, apart from the goal, we didn't really give them much of a sniff. I mean, we didn't have a lot going on ourselves, but but we kind of we kept it within reach yeah. in a way that I think a, a sort of weaker, less resilient team wouldn't. Because mm. uh, and then and then at that point you've got you've got a chance of getting back into it when you do get that those kind of strokes of luck or bits of things running for you. Yeah, I think we said at the beginning of the season that a lot of these teams um, at this level are going to be clever. They've been in and around for a long time. You know, they um, they know what it's about to play at this level. Um, and we seem to be learning fast now. So, uh, you know, it's uh, to be resilient and keep going, and, you know, just keep keep your game plan and just keep working and it'll yeah. come. Yeah. And obviously the fourth goal, uh, old uh, Chinadu come on again. Brilliant goal. Bags of goal. I mean, I mean, how many, how many has he got now? Has he got three, three, three or four now? Got it here. But it was a brilliant team goal, wasn't it? And Absolutely. The fact, the fact that we, we'd cut them apart so much that if he hadn't got a touch on it, we had another player coming in as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, if you think of football like that as a game of chess, we had, we had their sort of king surrounded, really. We had all those opportunities. Um, we had two players basically on their line ready to tap it in with them nowhere near. And that was, that's fantastic football. That's that's a credit to coaching staff, really, for setting that up. Yeah. He's got, um, Jin's got three goals. Has he? Three. Yeah, yeah, three goals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. You want you, you well, you know, we were worried about goals, weren't we, for a while? And you know, obviously, with Ben Pope seems to be. I mean, I don't know. I want to be controversial here. He seems to be struggling a little bit, and um, hopefully, he's going to get it back some point soon. I mean, he's scored I don't. A I don't think he. Uh, he's his best when he's not that kind of low front man, just fighting his fights kind of thing. You know, when you've got somebody in front of him. And he's he's dropping a little bit deeper, and he's not kind of uh, kicking lumps out of centre backs or whatever. He's, I don't think he's quite his best. Um, but that that said, we'll get on to last night. And I thought, yeah, I thought... Adam, turn your yeah, mic off. Can you hear me? Yeah, where are you? Are you outside or something? <laughs> I've just got in the car. Right, yeah. Like oh, a yeah. seance or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this isn't dogging, is it? You can be if you want it to be. <laughs> um, it's it's not that glamorous. No, it's not. Um, Someone, someone's wet. Oh dear! Right, well, <laughs> the edit function. I mean, what, what do you think, lads? I mean, he, he's, he has got he has got goals this season, but it just it just seems to be eighty percent. I mean, what... I know this is jumping a bit to to last night's game, but I've seen it in a other, few other games. He looks like he's carrying a little bit of knock or something. I don't know. He's not putting it about quite as much as he was. I don't know whether there's something there in the back of his mind that he's just taking it a bit easier. Well, he's not been well. No, yeah, it was that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not been well, and for him, his game is high energy, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. not a he's not a Berbatov. Just he a is a high he is a high energy centre forward. I thought he had a cracking game last night in terms of what what we needed. Yeah, um, and sort of doing it doing his popey stuff. And a little bit extra popey stuff towards the end as well, upsetting <laughs> a few of their players. And 
found out that they weren't up for it at any, you know, in any way, shape, or form. And Ben Ben exposes that, doesn't he? If a, if the team's not up for it, he always is. Um, and he really, really a, exposes. I thought it was a proper sort of Diego Costa kind of half half hour kind of thing. Yeah, just kind of going. Oh, Do you, does anybody fancy a bit of this? And none of you know none of their young players are going to have come up against somebody like that, really. <laughs> was, and, uh, to... and they didn't fancy it at all. Nah. I was talking to Kev Westbrook at half time, and he said, "Trouble is, but we're not given we've given him too much respect." And Ben comes, mm-hmm. and so he sorts that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple right, enough. Well, so we're cracking into Crawley now, then, right? So uh, first of all, lads, I wasn't there. You lot were. Um, Tell us, obviously it was nil-nil, went to penalties. What's the story of the game? First thing, um, 7.30 was their first thing. To... Yeah. Kicked off, that kicked that off was rolling back early. years a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was good fun. I think, I think in the first half, um, it was mostly them. I think that's fair, about 70-30 them. Yeah. Um, without, probably... without, them, without them really, really, really threatening us, Louis made one cracking save, another one of those, which he's tipped over the bar. Um, yeah. Which he's he seemed to be so good at those, um, and then in the second half, I think it was about eighty twenty us. We yeah. were we were all over them in the second half, and actually, I was quite disappointed when the ref blew the full time whistle and it went to penalties. So I thought, well, we deserve to win that in normal time. Yeah, and I think if it had gone to extra time, I think we might have won it in extra time. To be honest, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't because I wanted to get home. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not not a fan of extra time because it's always on a Tuesday. I don't, yeah, n- no extra time for me. And going back to what George was saying about for those who weren't there, there was a uh, kick in towards the, the wood, uh, Carl Warren end again in the second half. Mm. And it does make a difference, George, you lot up that end with that noise you're making. It can't, it can't, you know what? It's got to be, it's got to make a difference, isn't it? Do you know what? As well, last night it was, it was noisy in the Carl Warren. People talk about family club. It really is. Um, you've got, yeah, and they were starting a lot of the chanting. Yeah, I noticed that. like the um, watching Hastings United putting on a show chant. Yeah. That's the one. And they were whacking the hoardings. And these aren't just the young 14, 15-year-olds. I'm talking about eight, nine-year-olds. Yeah, no. Starting the chanting last night. Um, we, and we were just going with them. Yeah. Why not? Well, why not? Yeah. Hopefully they've gone into school this morning singing it. Telling their mates how good it is, you know, because that's that's how you spread the word, isn't it? Imagine that at assembly. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. But it, it was, it was, and it was, it was real fun to be in there again. I think in that second half is they're going to make some good memories being in there. If that's going to be going to be a permanent thing, so. Well, has that changed? Is that because I know obviously Aggie used to do? He wanted it the other way around. Has that been yeah. decided now? They're changing it. So if you notice now, because in order to kick towards the Elphinstone Road end's first half, really, you've got to position yourself at the other end because most of the time, the team captain who wins the toss goes, well, we'll just stay here because they can't be bothered to move. And you notice now, we come out and line up, shake hands, and then run down towards the Cole Warren now So um, and line up there. So it seems to be that's going to be a permanent thing. Okay. So, well, I don't know what's going on in Adam's car. It's probably... T- it's probably sordid. Um, uh, anyone else? It is, well, I called it early. Yeah, I know you, you, you're with me, aren't you, Mark? Yeah. yeah. Not, not dogging. We're not dogging together. But he's no. dogging. No. No. What? Um, any other thoughts on on the yeah. Crawley game? Yeah, Crawley pulled out all the um the old uh, tricks of the trade, like dressed as referees for the whole of the game. <laughs> <laughs> all in black. Actually, it was a bit confusing. To be fair, both the linesmen were in black as well. 
Uh, yeah. And they had to change, and they changed at half-time, different coloured tops, and the referee as well. So it was a bit, yeah, I don't know, a referee sort of uh, didn't pick that up earlier, really, unless there was some problem they couldn't get the bibs or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it was a, you don't, don't very often see that, do you? No. The, actually, uh, I was... Interesting. I was there quite early yesterday, um, watching the refs do their sort of customary pitch inspection walk around, yeah. and um, they said, "I can't believe there's nothing wrong with this pitch." Simon Rudkins is a genius. They know <laughs> they know about his work. Yeah, yeah. So it was good actually to chat with the refs before the game. Uh, they were they're knowledgeable about, about local football, following it. You know, football fans like us. And I'm thinking, crikey, in 40 minutes, I'm going to be shouting abuse at you. You're such a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, fair, that's thought, just how it is, isn't it? I thought he was um, the ref himself was pretty pretty good last night because he let mm. it flow. He sort of yeah, mm. a little too nice. He got his book out a couple of times, but I've seen other refs just show red, and that that just spoils the game, doesn't it? Sometimes. So. Yeah, if you if you compare it to the mess they made of Saturday, really, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was they they very competently refereed. I thought yeah. the only. I think was the it was a Stonewall penalty shout in the second half. It was it was like less of an appeal from us because it was like oh that's a penalty because it was certainly more of a penalty than the two we got Saturday. Um, that one on and I'd be rest assured that Dane has did show the referee the video of that at full time just to let him know about his mistake just to, as a bit of gentle encouragement. Um, but yeah, we we just we deserve that. Um, four good penalties from us. The, their keeper got a hand to our first one. Um, Louis made a, unbel- a fantastic save from their first, first one. First one, yeah. Which, which I think forces their player to try and find the corner in the second one, and he's and he's he's put it wide. Yeah. So because Louis made a great save down that side, he must think, well, I've got to. This has got to be an excellent penalty, and it and he's he's balls it up, hasn't he? So and then from two from two nil up. You shouldn't really be losing that mm. shootout, and we didn't. So, was there many Crawley there? Twenty. Okay. I don't. I don't. Well, uh, they well, were. They plus see, the they, um, Hastings fans that go to Crawley quite regularly. Yeah, that's yeah. always an odd one for me. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't make any any noise. Um, yeah. They were just sort of stood up by the bar. Uh, too fair, you know. Fair enough. If you are actually from Crawley and you've made that trip, fair enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, enjoyed the enjoyed the meltdown from their fans online afterwards. That was good fun. Oh yeah, please, please mention it again, George. Uh, so this was the Crawley's fan forum. Oh, I went looking for it today. Yeah, yeah real fun um, to read what they were saying on you know on Twitter and Facebook last night about about the law um, being pretty annoyed and that the players players are terrible and you know this the standard from people that don't go to the game. I found out that um, nine of that team that came have played some form of League Two football this season. So yeah. that's excellent, excellent for my lads to, like we're saying, on a, about on a fitness level, for yeah. our semi-pros to look better than them in the last five minutes of a game is outstanding. I think so. Um, I know they've had a lot of, these are now fringe players that they put out. I think they've had a lot of, they've made a lot of signings because they made a real crap start to the season. And that's with these players. Um, but yeah, I had a look on their forum. It's, uh, I've decided to read opposition forums rather than our own because it's more entertaining when it's not about your club. <laughs> um, and we've had comments like, the team sheet came out and they said, this team should an- annihilate Hastings. Um, and then, can't believe we've lost to this... Pub team, wasn't it? Like, pub t- Hastings, Dog and Duck, King's Head. And like I said, well, the Red red Lion, which I don't think it is a reference to the badge. <laughs> um, yeah, just real funny to... to 
have a look at their meltdown. And now that they think they've they've been knocked out of four cups within a fortnight, so they're not happy. Yeah, beautiful. Really, really. Yeah. But Malk, what's your thought? I mean, have you spoken with Craig about any of these? Either the Haringey or the or to, uh, last night's game? Um, only the Haringey, and uh, you know, obviously after the game, and yeah, he was uh, he's buzzing with it, and especially Joe, you know, it's um, being a uh, one of his friends, if you like, you know. So, mm. um, but last oh. night he wasn't there. So, oh, okay. You, you, you're um, uh, is he on your books yet? <laughs> He's not on my books, unfortunately. Um, but you know, I'm I'm looking at perhaps at the end of the season or something like that. He's I think he's finished with his agent then. Um, yeah. But I've got Brefo, you know, and so good. Brefo's the one I'm I've got at the moment, and you know, the one that um, I'm looking to go places. So yeah, maybe you can swap him with Leon. Oh, no, Leon's I'll... just let me down. I've given up with him. Hang on, I Leon made team game. Leon made the team of the week. Leon made the team of the week, the SFL team of the week, mate. Is that, is that the team that he picks? Yeah. <laughs> there might have been a bit of uh, funny business, but no, he's, yeah, I was talking, did the, the, this week's uh, review and yeah, he's in the team. Good. Playing, a, playing the wrong position, but you know. Nah, you know. Good for him. Good lad. But yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, Matt, please. No, no, it's all right. You just went on to Leon and, and I'll just get too depressed when we mention his name. <laughs> he's, he's he's not returning my calls, nothing. I, I don't even see him at a weekend. He don't even come to the games because he's frightened of bumping into me. And, yeah, he's, you know, he's running I mean, we're scared, talking fees now. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't do this work for this job for nothing, you know, and that's probably why he's trying to avoid me. Wow. Le- Leon's not here to answer, so He's well, never we'll anywhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, with Craig, was he just resting last night? Because it no, he's injured, mate. It was what long term or? Uh, I would say so. He would tell you no, um, but he's uh, yeah, his ankles. Oh, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? Swollen right up. He's done. Uh, he's done ankle ligaments there. Uh, he's already playing on one foot anyway because he's done his yeah. quad. Yeah. On his right foot, so you know, if you notice, he's very—he's hardly been kicking with his right foot at all. Um, he felt a bit better towards the end of the game um, or this week, and thought, "Well, I'll give it a bit of a go." And then um, he come down and landed on on that ankle, and it twisted. So um, he actually said he felt he heard a snap, um, oh. but he thought he'd broke his ankle. But obviously, then he hadn't. Uh, but then it's it's black and black and blue. Really? Oh, that's not good. Mm. Well, having said that. Jake stepped in last night, and I thought he was brilliant. He was playing mid 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 uh, defence last night. I thought he played really well. Yeah, alongside Brefo. Or... Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, they probably would have used Ollie, but he played the night before, didn't he? Ollie Black for the under. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So did Nori. Yeah, so did Nori. Though that's very true. Yeah, Nori, so. Monday, um, played Tuesday. See him in the clubhouse afterwards. How are you, Nori? Like knackered, just it's <laughs> absolutely, absolutely shot to bits, bless him. Yeah. But I think he's, I think he's enjoyed it. Yeah, so. good, good to see a smile on his face again. Like when we spoke, uh, what was the It was, it was, um, what was the game when Nori scored? What was the game that Nori scored? Uh, it was Corinthian casuals, wasn't it? In the yeah, cup. I think we oh, saw, yeah, yeah we saw yeah. him after the game then, and that that little smile had come back a little bit, you know. So it's, it's yeah. good to see that he's. He had that moment again last night where he, he sort of dinked past two or three players and shoot. And now what's he done? Past he he passed it. There's no one there. <laughs> he just needs to just try. He's not going to do any harm, but someone's going to say something to him, and he he'll do it. He's just filth. I've been there. I, I think <laughs> I, I sort of felt like sometimes because you're playing with a in a 
in Joe, we've got a player who's kind of a, a, a bit of a level above. Yeah. And and you, sometimes I wonder whether you just you know, feel like you need to pass to him. That's when, what it looked like. When you, maybe if he'd been playing with the kids, he would have just gone on and had a shot. Yeah. That's true, it's true. But he's uh, one frustrating guy, isn't he? Because he's got it. He's just needs that. Maybe, maybe he needs Howard behind the goal, shout and shoot, and then he will shoot. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Howard... you need that. I mean, there's there's lots of defenders who shout away when a corner comes in, as if somehow you wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe that sort of direction is required. Well, we've had lots of penalties, <laughs> lots of opportunities to shout, shoot. In the last week, so it's been yeah. it's been good, been good for Howie, bless him. Yeah. Good opportunities for the word shoot. They have yeah. a it's great. They have a little worrying thing yesterday. Sammy seemed to take a knock. I don't know how serious it was, but he did go off. Um, that's when Ben came on uh, just after half time, and uh, he looked uh, he looked like he was holding his groin. So I hope that's not what it was. Yeah, can't see him playing Saturday. No, after that, he, didn't, he sort of uh, limped off a bit. So. Well, that's what the squad's for. Yeah, trouble is when you get to Sammy's age, you might be running around a, you know, a lot on the pitch, but it's hard to recover, isn't it? That's yeah. It's crossed. You see. We'll see, won't we? It always proves us wrong anyway, so. <laughs> you can't. Ryan Warren. Yeah. Well, been playing in the middle of the park, getting a lot of game time, and we're at a point where we couldn't really before <laughs> afford to lose anyone in the middle of the park. Now Ryan's in there playing really well, and um, obviously he's, he's scored the winning penalty. Um, as well last night, so really good for him. And I was told he'd missed his previous two, including that one at Faversham, if you remember, Chris. Oh, bloody hell! Which, yeah, I, I, which I think was which I think was mentioned to him more than once last night. So yeah, yeah really, really good, really good for him um, to get that get that winning penalty. Um, yeah, he had a really good game too, didn't he last night? Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> tough, tough for him. Um, Tough again, you know, in, in the middle of the park against a professional outfit. Yeah, requires a high level of fitness. Yeah, yeah. He's on fire at the moment, isn't he? He's he um, yeah. He's come back on form and he's just on fire. Yeah. Just at the right time because we are picking up a few little injuries, aren't we? And uh, you need them back. So yeah. Who's on fire? Ryan Worrell. Yeah. Worrell. Yeah. He certainly is. No, he's he's playing very well. You know, almost back to full fitness now. I think. So yes. Yeah, just stuff. on the on the missed penalty thing. I, um. I can say this because we won, but uh, I thought Joe's missed penalty was tremendous. In that yeah. If you can manage to get it off the bar and sort of halfway to the halfway line, I think I think that's that's if, if you're going to miss a penalty, that's how to miss a penalty. Yeah. I was chatting to him afterwards about it, and when he's when he's stepping up to take his penalties, I can just hear my dad in my head screaming. Five steps, five paces. Do a proper, take a proper run up, like he shouted at under ten. And but, but for him, he doesn't need a run up because he's got massive legs. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need a, a step. Bit like Floyd, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank used to take free kicks, hardly, hardly running up to the ball. He gets so much power on it, mm. and that was demonstrated by how far it pinged off the, <laughs> pinged off yeah. the bar. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he don't think it doesn't seem to have knocked his confidence. He knows that he can take good penalties. He said, "I'm still on penalties at the weekends. You know, he'll put the next, he'll put the next ten in. Um, it's great to see did someone." He, that... did, George, did he say how long his loan's going to be, or is it just a thing of he could go back any any week? I hear, I hear, it's 28 days. Okay. Um. So, uh, and yeah, here and then that might be that might be it. I think because he is de- he is destined for higher leagues. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, even if that's even that's even if that's a loan at. At national and it so yeah that this 
so we've got quite a lot of games to in, to enjoy watching in yeah. this twenty eight days, and it gives us some time to do what we need to do um, to get. There's a one in. month. It's a one month loan. Um, yeah. that can be extended, um, but it's any time callback. Yeah. So, so the possibility it can be extended. I mean, so would he be agreeable to extending it? And um, well, it's him agreeable, uh, Gillingham agreeable, and Hastings because it is a is a weird scenario with loans and there. You know, you're allowed four and you know, complete season and S1 is a um, a season loan and it, it's, it's quite strange. And, and the fact we've had Bailey, um, although he was only one game, that counts as one loan. Yeah. Um, Joe was a loan before, you know, so it, yeah, it gets quite confusing. You can only have four loanees in any one season. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't really know how that would work with Joe um extending it and that's whether it will count as a fourth one or the fifth one or whatever it is you know it's is it a month or 28 days Mark? um i i heard it was a month but then i don't know you know they might call a month 28 days i don't yeah don't if, know, if it's 28 if it's 28 days that takes us up to canvey island at home on the 6th of december um so that's two well two more league games isn't it we've got a lot of cup stuff so yeah could enjoy enjoying being yeah. in White Lock. Nice. Yeah. I found out actually on him. I'd I've seen Joe Bodie play last season. Um, I didn't didn't realise because he went to Folkestone when they were short of goals towards the end of the season. And on the in the league, is he looking for goals, which I think is mental. Um, and he played in the Kent uh, Kent Cup semi final. Um, down at Hive, and I thought, well, this you know this guy, one guy playing on the left, absolutely mustard. Turns out it was Joe. But yeah, they didn't. They didn't play him in the league. They left him on the bench. They wanted to keep with the players that they knew. Classic Neil Cugley. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, which is obviously served Neil Cugley well for a long time. But mm. uh, yeah, just think it's mad that that talent was sat on their bench when they needed goals to get in the playoffs. But we right then, well. right then, we need to call Smithy out of purgatory. Smithy, uh, Mister Twitter, Hastings Twitter. What's your thoughts on uh, the Crawley game? He's gone to sleep. He's gone to sleep, isn't he? He's not in the middle of something, are you? That's why he's gone to sleep. <laughs> right in his lights. <laughs> Smithy, you twat. Come on. Where are you? Right. Oh, don't worry about him then. Right. Okay. Right. Well, so Chippenham. Chippenham in the Vars. Uh, well, trof- trof- oh, trophy. Trophy. Yeah. FA trophy. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, first of all, are we winning? Um, and what sort of side do you think we're putting out? Probably be more about what they're going to be. On the FA Cup following week, aren't they? Because they're still in it. I can't hmm. remember who they got though. They beat Lincoln, didn't they, in the last round? Which <laughs> says a lot, really. Well, I hope I hope they're distracted. Yeah, they they lost last night. I think quite heavily. They were losing three 0 after about twenty minutes last night against having a Waterlooville, who are a pretty decent side, to be fair. But yeah, they lost three 0 at home. Yeah, and they've got um, if they got Burton Albion. All oh, right on the on the telly. Is that a home? Because oh, it's, it's, well, it's kicking off on a Sunday. I do wonder if that means it's on the telly. Yeah, probably is, yeah. The following week. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I reckon we'll win it. Yeah. Have for 2-0. Do, do, we, do we think Gabodi's going to be playing in the, the Chippenham game? He's eligible. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if Jamie's not playing as well, if he's not around. Mm. Okay, well. I don't think he will be. Well, he said he said to me he's, he's still on penalties Saturday. So, I, yeah, um, yeah. there you go then. James, uh, James Hull played well last night, by the way. Just uh, as we are talking about forwards, he, I thought he played, yeah, he, he had a good game last night. Yeah. Excellent. But, um, yeah, no. All right, I'll go for 2 0. 2 0. 
Uh, George, 5-0? 5-0. 5-0. I'd be so disappointed if you'd ever seen Malk. that. Go on, Malk. What's your own? 1-0 Chipmanham. Yeah. You oh. miserable bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Too, you're all too confident, I right, to bring you down a bit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Craig won't is, be willing. He wants us to lose so he can sell us some of his players. Yeah, it's true. Well, of course I do. And Craig won't be playing, so, you know, I'm not going against him. I can't go against him. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, what, what do you reckon, mate? Uh, no comment. Oh, I'm not oh, doing yeah. it. I'm not, not doing, doing it. it. You're not doing it. It'll, it'll end in tears. It will. All I'm right. Doing it. Oh, no, I reckon um, score 2-1. Uh, 2-1, one. Two, one, two, one. I'll ask Smithy, uh, is he still, is he doing other things? 2-1, two, 2-0. One, two, oh. to, to Hastings. Oh, okay. Yeah, at home, home advantage, mate, home advantage. Okay. Uh, uh, Smithy, no, he's not there. Right, so quickly, moving on from that, we're going to sort of talk about the fan forum. Just quickly, 24th of November. I was hoping that Adam was going to talk about this as well, but he's clearly fell asleep in the car. We, uh, we've we got Darren Burney, Billy Wood, players, uh, hopefully some of the uh, management staff as well are going to be there at some point. Uh, but it's important stuff talking about what potentially is going to be happening with the stadium, things like that. But just saying, anyone there, you can ask any questions. What time is it, Chris? Do you know? It's, um, so I think the door's open at seven. seven okay. Doors open at seven. Um, you know, find out about what's going on with our club. But it isn't just about the stadium. It, you know, it's, it's it's a forum there, open to any questions, any people want want to raise uh, things that they think maybe need to be better, or you know, they've got any uh, suggestions themselves. So please come along. You don't have to be a member of the supporters club. Just come along. Uh, any anyone that want to add to that? Yeah, just come next week. Next Thursday. Well, this. Wait, when does this go out, Chris? Fridays. This goes out Friday, and it'll obviously it'll be the twenty fourth. Will be uh, yeah. So, Thursday. so it's on on the on the Thursday. Get up the pilot field if you want to know anything that's going on with the club. If you want any information, that's the place to be. Um, Darren Burney has obviously is asked to be involved, which means he's got something to say, which means it could be very important. And it's important that fans voice their opinion on whatever's going on. So if you care about the club, get to the fan forum, make space in your diary, get up there. Yeah, bars oh, open as well. And the bars open, important. Cool. Yeah. All right, and well, I think we've lost the feet. Listen, chaps, see you at the game. Mount, Ian, Windy, George, and whatever Swifty's doing. We'll leave it up to your imagination. See you at the game, lads. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, lads. See you later. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.